basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. Ooh, baby. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to In the Back of the Class NBA Podcast. I'm A-Love. Yo, this is easy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again for listening to us, former class clowns, just talking basketball. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at In the Back of the Class, like our page on Facebook, and also be on the lookout for some individual segments we'll be throwing out there. Um, You know, and other than that, just reach out to us throughout the week. Ask us questions. Uh, let us know your thoughts and opinions about the league. Easy. What's up, man? What's up, man? What's happening? Oh, man. Same old, same old. How was your uh, week, brother? Uh, my week has been chill, man. Uh, like like always, man. Pouring drinks and playing uh, Xbox. Uh, yo, yo, tell, tell the people where they can find your, uh, your, your drinks. I was, I was following you, man, on uh, IG and and Facebook, you putting some nice, tasty looking drinks. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I'm starting to put together a collection of drinks that I find interesting that I'm gonna make at home or whatever. Um, and, I, and I'm gonna put them on my IG. Um, um, easy to bartender at easy to bartender on Instagram, uh, OG Freckles 314 on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, any uh, drinks, yeah, I just come across it. You know, I want to taste it, try it out. You know, the first two I made, I didn't like. But hopefully, oh. <laughs> hopefully I find one I like. That that was disappointing too, because I know one of the first ones you made was a uh, favorite, uh, one of my favorite drinks, an old school one, a Malcolm Lowry. I, yeah. I think I don't know, man. We, we we have to work. We might have to work on that one. But uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> but check them out, folks. Check them out. Yeah. Well, how how's your week went? Oh man, it was all good. It was all good, you know. Still, uh, still getting around, man. Still moving around. Um, still waiting to win that big Powerball and or the Mega Millions, but uh, it wasn't. <laughs> didn't happen this past week, but hey, this week's another week. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Right, so you ready right. to get into this basketball, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's do it. All right, AOA. Um, a lot of talk has been about Carmelo. He's been released by the Rockets. Yeah. Uh, a lot of talk. Uh, a lot of people say he doesn't have any anymore. Uh, and we're kind of curious as to who is going to at least give Melo a chance, or is he even going to take a chance on another team? So, mm. uh, question is, do you think Melo should retire? Oh wow, man. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about this. Um, should Melo retire? That's so crazy. You, you know, out of that whole banana boat crew, um, you know, Wade, LeBron, Melo, Chris Paul, I really thought if we were talking about retirement out of those four, who would be the first? I really thought it would be Dwayne Wade just because the way he played early on in his career, all the beatings yeah. he took. Um, but Carmelo, 34 years old, oh, man. Let's see. He was 13 points per game, which is actually worse, career worse. Um, I think it might be that time. I think, think Melo so. might need to retire, man. Nobody. How, how long has he been out there in free agency? Like, yeah, w- when did they part ways? It was just a, what was it two days ago? Yeah, about two days ago. 
Of course, you probably more than that. But I guess my point is, is you haven't re- really heard anybody inquiring about him or real serious about him. I know he worked out with a couple teams, but nothing after those workouts. Uh, I don't know, man. It might be time for Melo to uh, hang it up. You know, nah. um, what, what, what do you what do you think, Easy? Uh, because I think um, I think to add on to Melo's legacy, I think he should go somewhere and pad his stats. I don't think he should retire just yet. Maybe mm-hmm. like one or two more years, just go to a, 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 a ball team that's not even that's not a contention. That's like not in the rebuilding phase, but not really in contention. Just go there and just pad your stats. Uh, hmm. That's what I think he should do. You know, uh, I don't hear any of those teams even uh, <laughs> reaching out to him. I said, you know what? And it just came to me. I said, go to Cleveland. Go to Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh. Go to Cleveland. Pad hmm. your stats. Uh, he can. I believe he can still average at least eighteen to twenty points a game. But Man. I just think. I mean, he is he, he can't – I don't see him uh, – I don't see him adding on to a championship team. I don't see no. how he can be one of the focal points of a championship team. He doesn't play defense. He's not a stand-there, catch-and-shoot player like mm-hmm. a lot of these championship teams and became, but – Oh, man. You, you know, the, the thing about Melo, I, I, I like Melo coming out of Syracuse. But uh, you can tell early on, you know, what type of player Melo was. Melo, his game was an isolation type game. Go get buckets, you know. Um, sort of like your boy Kobe. Um, crazy stat I'm going to throw out there. I just, uh, you know, was reminded this the other day. Um, you know, Kobe and Melo are the only players in history to score more than 62 or more points with no assists. Good really? Lord. Yes. Wow. Ain't that crazy? But that you know, crazy. that that doesn't translate into today's NBA. Today's game is now won by teams who share the ball. And even the stars are different. You know, teams are building around stars who can make players around them better. Melo's game was not that. Melo was the guy, give him the ball, let Melo go get buckets. And it's sad to say, but it's just not translating. There's nowhere in this NBA where Melo can go. So I know we asked the question, should Melo retire? But I, maybe the better question is, does he have a choice but to retire? Mm, I don't think so. I don't. Mm. I think somebody's going to try to pick up Melo. Uh, as you can see in the league, a lot of players still have his back. Mm-hmm. You know, you see a lot of people come out and speak for Melo. So yeah. I think a team um, will give Melo a chance. I just don't think that uh, I don't I don't want to see Melo out there embarrassing himself. Yeah, and that's what it seemed like he was doing when he went to Houston and mm-hmm. uh, playing with Oklahoma. Like it was just kind of embarrassing to watch him. Melo. You yeah, know. man, you're right, man. To your point, it is really early on in the season, so there isn't. You know, maybe right now there's not a lot of interest, but that could very well change after, um, you know, the all-star break or maybe closer to the uh, trade deadline when teams start making yeah. moves and repairing rosters. 
Um, and you know, the, and also to your point about Melo looking bad, it kind of cuts me a little bit deep now because I'm getting that age in my pickup game where I get out there and it's real easy for me to get embarrassed. So I feel like any cat <laughs> over the age of, you know, 32 out there hooping, um, I feel their pain because I go through it every time I lace up my shoes now. Um, oh, man, and I've been retired. <laughs> I have one good run, one good sprint, <laughs> and I'm done. I'm, I'm chilling. Uh, I'm back on the bench. <laughs> uh, take him out, coach. Take him out. Hey, Thank what about what about you? See his boy LeBron. I know you saying players were uh, you know had Melo's back and everything, but you see how uh, his boy LeBron uh, dodged the question when they asked him, uh, should they go pursue Melo? <laughs> LeBron said, uh, "That's not my decision." LeBron, get out of here, man. Get out of here, your decision, since the decision, brother. <laughs> Can't go get your boy. You know what your boy. You gave you gave Jr. Smith a lot of money, so yeah, you can get Carmelo <laughs> signed at least. You know, Jr. is eating for a long time because LeBron. Yeah, you gave Tristan Kardashian a yeah. big contract. So I'm pretty sure you can get Melo at least signed to a team. Help the boy out, man. Oh, man. You know what else? Easy. I just What's thought up? about this. What if Melo went overseas and played? Uh, He can do that. I mean, Marbury's a, a legend in China. Yes. Yes. But, That's what I was thinking about. Marbury, man. Uh, me, personally, let me see. If I'm Melo. I, I, like I said, I, I still believe he can play at an NBA level. I don't think he can he can win a championship. I don't think he can lead a team. But I still think he can put up – do what he does best, and that's put up buckets. Now – Well, he's um, not doing that good anymore. He's not – he go, go to Charlotte, you know. Go to Charlotte, go to Detroit, go to Cleveland. Go to them teams that are, like, content that – that, you know, that easy. are not contenders but are not rebuilding. Easy. Are you really trying to send them out there to mess up our unsung hero, Kimball Walker – who we will get to a little bit later, <laughs> but why? No, that show, let that show continue, man. Don't sit him there. <laughs> Hoodie Mello. Oh, man. You know, Hoodie, I think I, part of uh, Mello's problem is that I think he just plays his best basketball at the wrong time. He's always yeah. killing, like, in the summer videos. Well, summer league. Well, well, I just seen some summer league videos where uh, – of course, he's not playing any defense. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't change. But yeah, uh, I don't you know. I think if they let him put on a hoodie during the game, he'll he'll ball out. A oh, hoodie during the game? Do you yeah, think that could save him? Yeah, that'll save him. That's oh, like man. Superman's cape. Um, that's like Dolomite's cane. All <laughs> 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 uh, you younger yeah. listeners, I don't know if y'all caught that one. You know, <laughs> probably got a large not. listening demographic. We have to make sure. No, I'm just kidding. But man, I don't know, easy man. It it, it that would be something. Let me ask you this: Do you think the Rockets have any like they bear any fault in this whole debacle? Because nope. look at that deep. Like we just talking about defense. He don't play defense. He don't play defense during nope. the season. Chris Paul is not a really great defensive play, defensive player. Harden, we joke about that. What do you call him, Easy? 
Oh, Heron. Oh, Heron. Heron. James Heron. <laughs> he he has no D. Yeah, James Heron. Like, do you, do you think he could have been like a scapegoat just because the way they kind of messed up that team from last year by letting go of Ariza? And... I would say that, but then again, they're playing better. Yes, that is true. Then Damn. they went like, they just won like two straight games. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, not a good look for Melo. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not gonna necessarily. I believe that. Um, I believe that they knew coming in that he wasn't necessarily a fit for that team, mm-hmm. but they had to do something because you lost Ariza. Yeah, and the guy with the African name, I'm not gonna try to pronounce it. No, we, <laughs> we got a letter last week for uh, messing up <laughs> the Greek freak's name. So we're gonna leave the names alone. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but man, you know what? Let's go ahead and move on to this other topic I wanna throw at you. Okay. Let's go. I have a question to throw at you. Um what's that? the Warriors. What's up with the Warriors? They are one and four in their last five games. Um, haven't been looking really good, man. Um, I mean, is this a uh, big deal or, you know, is this just inflated because the whole drama with Green and KD? Uh, what's your thoughts, man? What are my thoughts? Uh, Suge Knight got into it with Snoop Dogg <laughs> and Death Row Records. Uh, <laughs> nah, I think this is really shows how important the, um, that Steph Curry is to that Infinity Infinity mm-hmm. Stone. That Infinity Stone, Steph Curry, it shows how important he is because um, I know we say Draymond's the heart or whatever. Mm-hmm. KD's the best player on the team, and Clay's the most underrated. Um, he's really one of the better players. Um, and Steve Curry, they give him credit as the great one of the greater coaches or whatever, but you see how they go one and five. Steph yeah. Curry is out. Do you think Draymond and Kevin Durant gets into it if Steph Curry's not on that court? Mm. Oh wow. Uh I'm gonna say yes, but uh do they lose as much as they do even with that? No, uh, no, no. But yeah, I, just the way Draymond is, yeah. Cause I think <laughs> when Dr- Draymond Draymond gets that rebound. He gives mm-hmm. it to Steph. Ah, okay. I see. So that moment so, never happens. I mean, yeah, that moment never happens. The uh, scenario changes or whatever. And so, um, and I think, and I'm going to be honest with you, because um, I don't want to give him the MVP, but I think he's <laughs> going to, Steph Curry comes back, he's going to play at an MVP level. He was mm-hmm. killing it before he left. Before yeah, he, got he was. Or whatever. Yes, he was. I think when he comes back, because I was looking, if you look at that Dallas game, when, um, when that kid was Luca, when Luca, uh, when he makes a shot, we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when he makes a shot, um, you can see Steph Curry. He's, you can see him. He's sitting there looking mad. Yeah. And he's looking like, when I get back, it's over. <laughs> and I think when Steph Curry gets back, it's over. Oh, he is, man. He's going gonna to go back to death row records. Man, let me tell you. Um, just to your point about Curry being the reason that the Warriors or not the reason, but one of the main reasons that the Warriors win a lot and it's being that secret thing that makes them go. 
Um, the Warriors, since having Durant, are 21 and 20 when only he plays and Curry sits. Uh, when it's the opposite and Curry plays and Durant sits, they're 25 and 9. Oh, man. Yeah. As much Steph- as. Uh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, because I was going to say, Steph Curry is the world Warriors. Damn. He is Golden State Warriors. Man, can't Everybody can't else, you can, you can get them titles or whatever, but Steph Curry is Golden State Warriors. You don't have Golden State Warriors without um, Steph Curry. We, we, we can't really argue with that. That's, uh, that's I mean, the numbers say that. Uh, as much as I don't want to give that much props to him, I have to. I have to, man. Um, but yeah. Thinking about this, you know, is him being 30 years old, he's the injury he's dealing with is a groin injury. And those things can be really nagging for a long period of time. Uh, do you think this is going to affect him or is he just lucky it happened so early in the season? Uh, I think he's lucky, he's lucky it's happening in the season. Plus, I think Under Armour's uh, in the lab creating something. Oh, like man, they I did for them it. ankles. I believe it. I'm trying to get that Kobe Bryant Achilles technology they made for him those years back, man. I can't even find that nowhere. Release the technology. Oh, I think man. he was in Brazil or something. You might have to go to Brazil. No, nah, man. Um, what, who's he got the contract with? Not Nike. Who's it? Is it um, who is? Who does Kobe got his deal with? Anyway, it was Nike. It, it was Nike. Yeah, Nike made yeah. him some special shoes. Where? Are oh, you talking about Kobe or Curry? I'm talking about Kobe. I'm not. I'm oh, yeah, Kobe. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. nah, I don't want to do yeah. Curry's Curry been dealing with them ankle problems for years, man. Whatever he doing, it ain't working. <laughs> that brother tweaked that ankle at least <laughs> once or twice a season and puts him out a few games. Now, nah, I want that Kobe, Kobe Bean Bryant. <laughs> Boy, it was about 34, 35 when he did his thing. Probably, I don't know. He came back hooping. Man, that's what I want. But I guess if it does, if you know, if this does end up bothering him going into the playoffs, watch out now. Easy, call the bookie, baby, because we're betting against the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For sure, for sure. Sending your donations to Easy and A Love Sportsbook through our DMs on social media. We can, we can get rich. Venmo. Yes, we, 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 we can get rich. We'll, we'll we'll put the bet down for you, but <laughs> <laughs> but man, you know I'm telling you, nah. But I yeah, the Warriors being without Curry that does help them. You know, um, I think they're gonna get it figured out. They teams like this go through highs and lows all the time. And plus, keep in mind they have another secret weapon about to suit up here in a few weeks. Uh, well, yeah, I guess a couple months, but. He's going to come, and uh, it's going to be um, and, pretty bad. And the irony is is that he was one of the ones to try to de-escalate the situation. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that, man? Um, I don't know. You got him being the voice of reason. Y'all are in shambles. Yeah, they, <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's bad. Oh, man, I just thought of something easy. You know how uh, the Warriors, you have dubbed them the death row records of um, the NBA. Yeah. Is there any opportunity for you and I to do an in-depth look, perhaps a documentary where we align death row records with 
the Golden State Warriors, like all the ups and downs that Death Row went through throughout their rise and fall with the yeah. Golden State Warriors, just their season this year. Do you think? Do you think there'll be more storylines with the Golden State that we can make that happen? And two, do you think we have the genius to put that into production? Hey man, I think we have the genius to make a rocket and fly in the space, bro. We can do it. Yes, we got this. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Um, by the way, um, with Steph Curry, he was like you said, he was killing and leading all the MVP conversations and everything. Um, you know, missing those games um, does kind of hurt that for right now. But hopefully, he can come back and. Uh, Make it interesting. Yeah, get beat by LeBron. Well, it's a little cage. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking, we'll speaking about LeBron, you know, uh, he is making his case for MVP. Oh. Uh, you want to talk about the uh, the game, the game against Miami? Yeah, let, let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, man, let's talk about uh, uh, LeBron going back to Miami. Uh, his first win in Miami since leaving Miami. Yeah. Uh, he dropped 51. I think he was like six for nine from the three point. Lance, Lance, uh, Lance Dance Stevenson <laughs> challenged him to uh, go for 50, 51. Uh, yeah. Man, man, how, how big do you think that was? Or how man. impressed were you by that? Well, first of all, easy. He was six from six for eight from the three, uh, making him 80%. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, which actually, I mean, it's it was impressive, okay. And he's trending up. I mean, I think he's fifty percent from three in um for the month of November. Um, so that seeing him hitting those three point shots again, uh, working on that shot is looking really good. Um, but you know what? As impressive as the fifty one points was, as impressive as um, first of all. That was his first win in Miami since leaving in 2014. I'm going to blame JR. That's got to be JR's fault. We can't do JR like that. JR goes down in Miami. Got to kick it in Miami. So I don't know. We're not going to blame JR. We're not going to go there. JR, hit us up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But what was more impressive was he scored this 51 on night two of a back to back. So they had lost to the Magic. Uh, the night before and where he scored 22 points, but to come back at his age and, you know, with the mileage he has on his body and do that, put up that um, 51 points. Um, <clears throat> it was pretty impressive. And plus if he's hitting threes, you know, it's going to be a, a little bit easier 51 than having to take it to the bucket, do those spin moves and take all that contact. Um, so I was, I was hyped, man. But uh, like I said, I need another all-star with LeBron. Um, fast and soon because the squad they got with them right now, uh, while they're getting better and improving right now, I don't think they're good enough to win a game in the playoffs. But I don't know, man. What what you think? Let me let me say. Um, I, I was impressed, you know, especially by, uh, by it being on the back to back. I think I think what was it? Only two players to score over 50 and after year 16 was Kobe and LeBron. Mm. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, 
yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they were, they were the only two. But yeah, I think you're right. But like I like I've been saying since he went to the Lakers, um, LeBron being there is a detriment to the young core that they had. <laughs> That's what I believe. And while we sit here and we say, "Well, the team is not good. The team is not this." They're young, you know. And, <laughs> And just to say, just to have that win now mentality is like it takes away from the growth of the youth that um, takes away from them young boys' maturation process and in the NBA. Hmm. So while it is impressive, I mean, we look at LeBron's 51, what did everybody else score? Yeah, I mean, looking at it, Kuzma had 15, Ingram had 13. Uh, the next highest score to LeBron was Caldwell Pope with 19. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball with two points. He did have six rebounds, seven assists. Uh, what was the next mm-hmm. Josh Hart had five points. Uh, so, I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, man, you had a great – to me, they had one of the greater young cores, and I think you kind of throw that away. Especially if you bring in another superstar, you might as well try. Let Let me ask you this easy because I know uh, last episode. Go check out episode five. Yeah, baby. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> you had mentioned uh, the core of LA. Uh, if we look at all of the teams around the NBA, which we consider to have like the next it core, young core. Um, teams that come to mind I, I i would i would put philly in that bucket you know um okay. i would uh talk about uh you know milwaukee um um i'm trying to think of you know whatever team denver, what, denver yeah where where would you rank that that core i mean would you say that was one of the best cores out of all the teams the young teams the league because I, I don't think so I, I think they were far from it well, yeah, I think as a as a core. Now you now we're talking about four. You're talking about Kuzma, Kuzma, Hart, Ingram, Lonzo. Yeah, when you, when you look at Philly, it's just two players. It's Joel and um, Simmons. When you look at Milwaukee, we're just talking about um, Giannis. You know, um, we're talking about Denver. We're mainly looking at Gary Harris and Jokic. And when you talk about the Lakers, you have a core of a starting lineup. You just insert center, you know. So um, I think you get them two, three years to see what they can do. And, you know, you have a young coach in Luke Walton. Now you bring LeBron and you're trying to get AD and KD, you know. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, I mean. I got to tell you, my friend, that core, there's there's probably one core, if you had it where you can get LeBron James – Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis, that core, and probably there's no core in my mind unless you're talking about that core at Duke. If all them brothers from Duke, those fresh freshmen class from Duke, somehow, some way, was able to go into the NBA and be your core for an NBA franchise, maybe then I might consider not making that trade for LeBron in order to get that would get me Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. Maybe then I might consider it, but there ain't no core that I would not take LeBron James. And not give up to that would actually increase my chance to get Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis. No well, see, way, especially is, not that you, cool. Well, see, the thing is, you're banking, you're hoping that Kevin Durant and AD sign. 
you signed LeBron, okay. But now you're saying now next year we hope we get AD and KD. Now let's say neither one of them sign. Mm. Now what do you do now? Mm. You still have the same team. So do you give that up? Do you give up this young core just for LeBron at the end of his years? I, I gotta I gotta, you know, so First, there's a lot of rumors out there, a lot of rumblings out there that KD is going to join the Lakers, and I hate KD, and I'm still going to hate on KD, but give my boy LeBron rings. Um, See? Keep working, Green. Wait, wait. No, 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 if you're going to hate on Golden State for, uh-huh. for trying to recruit KD, uh-huh. you had to hate on LeBron for trying to recruit KD. No, 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 no. LeBron's recruiting KD to a, this team right now, this team that is sitting at uh, eighth place in the West at nine and seven. Is, is that correct? Is, is What? For real? But Golden State recruited Kevin Durant to a team that had just won the record most games in the season the year before. Totally different circumstances. Totally different It's still Magic and Bird want to play on the same team to me, which is corny. So Magic and Bird, yeah. let me tell you something, man. They never want to play on the same team. Magic, LeBird, Magic and Bird are some lying old heads. If they tell you, look you in the eye and said, hey, if the Celtics or the Lakers, for that matter, was able to trade for either one of you to put you on the same team. Would you have object- objected? Them suckers would be lying if they said. Wait, no. wait, wait, wait. Can we? I seen a Magic and Bird documentary, which is a good one. Oh yeah, but, great. Um, Classic. They said that they were rivals, and Larry, Larry Bird even said, "I didn't like Magic mm-hmm. until the later part of their careers." So me personally, listening to that. And then hearing all the competitive trash talking stories about Larry Bird, uh-huh. maybe magic, maybe magic. But me finding out, listening, looking, because I, I yeah. like Larry Bird. I, yeah. I found him interesting. So me learning what oh, I learned yeah. about Larry Bird, I don't believe Larry Bird wants that trade. Yeah, Larry so, Legend. Larry Legend is Larry Legend is uh is awesome. Was an awesome player. Dope. That's a dope documentary. But let me tell you, what Larry loved more, he loved winning. And if he was to get that trade, let's 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 go ahead and put it into perspective. Larry, we're not talking about a Larry Bird um, right out of college, <clears throat> young Larry Bird. We're talking about a Larry Bird, let's say, who's been in the league as long as LeBron's been in the league, or not maybe not even that long because he went to college. Okay, let's say this is Larry Bird who was at LeBron's age. Larry Bird wouldn't take that trade. Larry Bird wouldn't welcome Magic Johnson on his team. Ain't no way, cause Larry loves winning, and Larry would love to use that help. Well, I mean, cause wait, let's not just say like this is something new with LeBron. <laughs> LeBron did this almost ten years ago. LeBron did this at the prime of his career with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. So let's not just say like, well, LeBron is just now he's at the super. He wants to play with superstars. No, LeBron. I, 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 okay. Um, everybody wants to play with superstars, first of all, first and foremost. Second of all, are you saying that LeBron going to the Heat is the same as Kevin Durant going to the Golden State Warriors last year? Not the same in principle, 
Not the same principle. Same. I. I. I almost say. Oh, of course, I believe going to. Well, no, not really, because I'm not putting Draymond on the same level as a Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh. So when you look at, I'm not putting Clay Thompson on the same level as a Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh. So as far as talent level, yes, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, yes, they were the top players at their positions. Top, at least, Dwayne Wade, LeBron were top three in the league. Uh, Chris Bosh was another top ten player in the league. I mean. Yeah, I think in talent, yes. Hmm. So I mean, hmm. And that's the Miami, and that was a Miami team that made the playoffs hmm. the year before. They made the playoffs easy, but they did not win the in league history in the regular season, and they did not win the championship. And what seed did they cover through the playoffs at? Was it like a four seed? It was like a fourth or fifth seed. Yes, it's totally different, and the, but. Uh, same in principle, same in principle. Because you, because I mean, if you were talking about uh, Dwayne Wade, and I don't even think Dwayne Wade played that full season. Mm. So Dwayne Wade, who was injured some part of that season, you know, we're talking about another superstar, mm. all team Chris Bosh. You're adding to it. You're, you're and then 20, Hall of Famer Ray Allen comes the next year. You're twenty. So and oh, Ray Allen come limping in there, brother. You're. Let me tell you, first, let me say, Chris Bosch is your 2014 Kevin Love. Um, but no, <laughs> Chris Bosch is better than Kevin Love. If, if, <laughs> if y'all want to hear some more of this, we can go all day about this. This is a okay, topic, okay. guys. Y'all need to stay tuned, keep listening in the back of the class NBA podcast. We might do a special show, who knows, in the future, where this be the whole topic. Stay tuned, but uh, easy. I know. Let's go ahead and move away from this LeBron topic. Yeah, yeah, we, we can go all day. And let's we can go, all day. go ahead and go something, go to a topic which you would probably enjoy more because it involves your boy Jimmy Buckets. And should we put Buckets, Big man. Shot in front of that? No, because I think Robert Horry, <laughs> Robert Horry has tarnished the name Big Shot. <laughs> so oh, I don't want to call oh. anybody I like. Oh, Big shot man. because let's, it is now tarnished. Let's not start that. But anyway, hashtag hypothetical. <laughs> All right. Okay, easy. So I know you saw this on Saturday. The Sixers and Hornets played an epic game. Um, Sixers ended up winning 122 to 119 in overtime. A game in which Kimball Walker scored 60. But I know you're probably more excited about your boy Jimmy. Bucket scoring the game winning shot. Uh, Big time. Tell us, tell tell us, easy. Uh, what, how 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 are you feeling, man? What what do you what do you think? What what are your thoughts after that after that performance? Wow. When I see Kimball Walker put up sixty points, I say, my guy Jimmy Buckets must got lit up. Yes, <laughs> got lit up. But when I look back at it. It was bad team defense. Mm. I was setting all kinds of screens for Kemba. Kemba's going off. And I just got um, – and I just see Kemba also just score 43 tonight. So, he's going crazy. Unsung hero. Check it yeah. out. Episode <laughs> three. Okay. Go listen well, to all of them and let us know. Them, let us know. <laughs> hit, hit me up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm looking, but – you know what? And this is why I call him Big Time Buckets because 
even though Kemba Walker had 60, he could have had 62 if it wasn't for the defensive play by Jimmy uh, Buckets. Yeah. And Jimmy Buckets, not only does he make the, the clutch defensive play, he goes down court and hits the game-winning three. Shoot weight, he was three for ten before that shot. Just to let you know, he is not scared of the moments. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buckets makes the game winner. Game over. That's it. Wow. He ruined Kimba's nights. So wow. You you right, man. That that Jimmy Buckets, as much as he's been so frustrating by consuming all of the early season NBA moves with all of those antics, you can do nothing but respect it. He got out of there, moved to a contending team, and then, like you said, it comes down. He's not having a good night. But at the end of it, after being lit up, when the play mattered most, he did. He looked so LeBron James. He, he got the big block, <laughs> then came down and hit the game winning shot after, like you said, having a terrible shooting night. Good stuff, Jimmy Buckets. Um, so how do you, do you think this? How do you feel about the Sixers, man? Now after like a, a tough game like that, you know, really that was their really first test. All of them together like that, the right. the main uh, cast. I mean, how, how does this make you feel going into the season? Well, I the still rest think, of the season, I still think they're the third, third, possibly fourth best team in the East still. But mm-hmm. I think Jimmy Buckets is that big time player that can help them, that can help put them over the edge. Yeah. Because um, that's what he was there for. And you see already what was his third or fourth game? Yeah, um, yeah. They already given it, given him the ball in clutch situations. So, I mean, Jimmy Buck, you know, he got out of Minnesota for a reason, you know. Yeah. And I know you and I kind of touched on this last week. Um, when, it, when it comes down to that last possession basketball moments of a game, big games. Um, last year, Sixers didn't have a guy that can go create his own shot, you know. But, but Jimmy Buckets is that. And perhaps he doesn't need to average a, a large average of points. Because you look at that that game, you know, Embiid actually was the leading scorer. He had 33. But at the end of the game, you know, you're not going to give it to – it's hard to get Embiid set up to make the game-winning shot because of, you know – how he, you know, he's not a, really a shot creator. Right. But also, uh, they had contributions from Reddick and Ben Simmons with 23 apiece. That team's going to be hard to beat if you get contributions like that. And then, like you said, you have a guy like Jimmy Buckets that if if it is a close game, you can get the ball to him. Um, they're going to be hard to beat. They're going to be hard to knock out of uh, the playoffs. The, the Eastern Conference playoffs, man, it's going to be a fun – I think it's going to be a pretty fun playoff this year, brother. Well, be, I mean, the first year is still going to be candy land. I mean, I think the top four teams are, are going to have a walkthrough. Uh, well, I mean, five. Because I still uh, – Indiana is an upper echelon team but, um, in the East. But I, after the first round, I think that's really who, you know, I hmm. think that's when we really get to see the Eastern Conference and how strong they are. But – you know what? Let's uh let's let's talk about that. Let, let's let's look let's look at each of the conferences and uh let's uh let's let's break them down because I mean we're we're right here um a lot further than we were 
when we first talked about looking at the conferences. So we, we got a nice little sample size going about 16 games in. Most teams played about 16, 17 games. Right. Um, let, let's, let's look at that. Let's look at the, each conference and uh, let's uh, try to try to break them down. How, how about that, man? Right, right, right. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. So, all right, we want to talk about the conferences or whatever, but, I mean, let's let's keep the worst for last, you know. <laughs> Let's get the, the playground stuff. Let's, uh, let's leave the chips for last. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> conference. <laughs> the Western Conference. Uh, uh, looking pretty strong this year. Again, for the past 20-something years. Uh, what do you think? Uh, well, so if we look at the top five, we got the Blazers number one. Man, they've been quietly out there just winning games. Um, must be nice up there in that Pacific Northwest. Um, the Grizzlies, oh, man, nobody was talking about the Grizzlies for real this year. They're sitting at – actually, them, the Blazers, and the Clippers are all tied for um, first place with uh, all of 11 wins and five losses. Uh, what's this going to look like at the end of the season? I don't know, man. I mean, they're seven and three in the last ten, looking pretty right. good. Uh, we'll see. Warriors right now, you know, where our stuff, they're still sitting up there at number four, but we know they're gonna probably jump up to number one, especially when they uh, get that other um, superhero to jump in the starting lineup. Um, Are they superheroes or monsters? Man, <laughs> cheaters! Uh, the Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> The Thunder, look at the Thunder. Another indictment against my man Carmelo. Thunder sitting up at five. With yeah. At ten and five. Yeah. Then we see um there are our Nuggets, man. Our oh former adopted team. I say former because um I don't know. Seems like we're sending them back to the orphanage. We <laughs> might have to. Uh, they're, they're number six. Uh, Pelicans. They although they've been you know they they've been six and four. We we talked about this early early on. They got a really good team, man. They're at yeah. seven right now. Um, and then the last place uh, holding that eighth spot is um the Lakers, man. So we you know my thoughts on the Lakers. Uh, they need some more, but the West Western Conference it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty good dogfight I think for the first half of the season until everybody gets healthy again, and I think here in about um, a month or so we're gonna see the top four being uh, the Warriors. Um, I like the Blazers to stay up there, but uh, I think the Pelicans are gonna make a run. And who who knows about those Rockets, man? Like I said, they're seven and three in their last ten, so they might. Uh, that's what there. that's what I was gonna say. Three teams that you didn't name who were uh, top seeds, who were in the playoffs and were higher seeds last year. It's Houston, mm-hmm. San Antonio, and Utah, mm-hmm. all not in the playoff race right now. Wow. Um, now, if you look at it, and I, I looked at it earlier today, it might have changed with the games tonight. The 14th team was Minnesota at 7 and 10. Yeah. And they won ever since the Jimmy Butler trade. Ever since they traded Jimmy Butler, they're three. They're, they went three and one. Wow. So the 7 and 10. Now, if they went to the Eastern Conference, that's at least what an eighth and ninth spot. So, that lets you know how much of a candy land the Eastern Conference is. 
JV to Eastern Conference is. That the 14th best team will be fighting for a playoff spot in the East. So I expect um, Utah to make a run. I expect San Antonio to get things right and Houston to get things right. Hmm. San Antonio, definitely. I forgot about San Antonio. They got a really good team. Um, they're still, you can tell, they're still getting comfortable playing with uh, <clears throat> DeRozan now, and they are still suffering from some key injuries from early on. But uh, they have a really good coach. They got exactly. That's uh, that's what can propel them up to at least a four or five, um, really exceeding expectations. But I, I think more than likely we'll see them in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. My Lakers, man. I say my Lakers. That sounds so weird. Oh, it does. Man. It does. Yeah, it's, it doesn't even feel I don't right. Know. <laughs> well, it don't sound right either. Not at all. <laughs> oh, man. Those Suns, man. I guess they're going to have Zion going to be out in Phoenix next year, brother. Or what's up with that? You see, don't sound like they're the bottom, <laughs> bottom feeders down there. Zion fight. better off for the East. Uh, well, the Cavs out there with them, the Cavs and the Hawks. Cavs, yeah. Oh, man. Or the well, Knicks. The Knicks, ooh. We'll see, man. The, the old Knicks out there sucking it up, too. The toilet bowl. <laughs> man, they should, you know, I think the NBA should do this. Instead of having a uh, draft lottery, they should take, like, the bottom six teams, uh, the bottom three teams in each conference, and have a uh, like a six man tournament where you play for the draft pick. Uh, <laughs> six man tournament. <laughs> Would that be hard? Or sixteen tournament? I'm sorry, that'd be hard. Sixteen tournament. Sixteen tournament. <laughs> oh man! And, and, and if they pick up that idea, I like to go ahead and submit this too. That they pay you and I to commentate all of the games. For and, sure. And they play it somewhere like tropical. Like Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Like the Pro yeah, Bowl. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, of course, Hawaii. Still like the Pro Bowl. It'd be like the NBA version of the Pro Bowl. So we just fly the toilet out bowl. The toilet bowl <laughs> in a beautiful in a beautiful scenery. I, I think we can get that happening. I don't know. We still gotta oh, work yeah. on getting Charles Barkley on the show, by the way. Um so maybe he might be able to put something yeah, in the Yeah, me and Chuck got a common enemy, you know, might reach out to him. Oh, man, I still can't believe that. Uh, <laughs> well, even though much to your chagrin, let's go ahead and let's move to the Eastern Conference, man. Right. We got the Raptors in that number one. Man, the Raptors are tough. And then they're followed by the Bucks, who are half game back at number two, man. The Bucks and Raptors, brother. I they think are balling. They're balling, man. And I think they will give a lot of teams up in the West a lot of fits, man. I'm just I saying. I think so, too. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Because uh, they're great defensive teams, too. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. And then look at the Pacers, brother. The Pacers. What? Oh, the Depot. Oh, Ever since he got from under Westbrook, he's been shining. Dang. Why isn't your, your indictment of Westbrook as harsh as your indictment of LeBron? <laughs> what, well, I think that I think they're uh, to me, they're two of the kind of two of the same kind of players. Like Ooh, dang. I mean they put up great numbers, but it's like only they put up great numbers. Dang. 
Okay. Okay. Well, what well, well, This is my opinion. But, um, yeah, but now, um, then what? Next is Philly. Philly, yeah. Philly number four. Jimmy Buckets, yeah. And then um, Detroit, which is a shocker. Yeah, what? Must be the water. No, <laughs> I, I don't like it. Definitely let go of my boy Van Gundy, man. Stan, Stan the man. Stan the man Van Gundy. <laughs> yeah, although I'm loving him on uh, ESPN now. Uh, he's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, um, then next we have Orlando. Yeah, the magic. And at number seven is a shocker. We have the Boston Celtics. Wow. And then at the last place, you have Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker. Michael Jordan's Hornets. What has Jordan done? Jordan has not done nothing. We don't need these are Kimba. They are the Charlotte Kimbas. Let's just call them the Charlotte the Kimbas. Charlotte Kimbas. <laughs> let's let's let since he is unsung to the most of the, the average NBA fan, let us the show give him his props and his just due. They're the Charlotte Kimbas. Yes. The Charlotte Kimbas. Okay. But I, e- I like it. But easy. My goodness, man. You know, there's a lot of. Uh, these standings are like really adding to your argument about the East being such a dumpster fire still, because look at the magic. Who are the magic really going to beat over there in the West? For are, you, are they for real? Will they, will they be up here in a month? Um, the Hornets number eight, I'm sorry, or the Kimba's number eight. Kimba, you're, you're awesome, man, but hopefully you will be on your way out to LA um, at the uh, trade deadline. Uh, your next. Look at your nets, the bottom field. Brooklyn, we're fighting. They're we're fighting. fighting. We're fighting. They like to make their fall later on in the season. Uh, <laughs> is, is there anybody down there, you know, at the bottom um, that you can see, like the bottom five teams that you can see climbing up to the top later on? Man, you know what? Not really. Yeah, I would but... like to say Washington. Yeah. That's because cool. they have the talent. Uh-huh. But it seems like there's just something wrong there. Chemistry issues. Something, something's not working. Yeah. So. I think Washington has the talent to climb up. And who knows? Maybe they might make a run. They're only six games behind. Hmm. 500. But Yeah, they, they they are taking trade offers. So, uh, yeah, they yeah maybe they just start over. Uh, pick up Melo. Mello, here you go, DC. Well, there you go. But could you see that Mello and John Wall on the same team? Well, maybe they get rid of John Wall. Oh, dang! Do you get rid of John Wall or Bradley Bill? Easy. Uh, I don't. Me personally, even though I love Bradley Bill, mm-hmm. uh, a point guard like John Wall. Well, well, passing point guard like John Wall. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to come by. You see a lot of these top point guards we're talking about. None of them are averaging 10 assists. Mm. We're talking about outside Westbrook, but he's 10 assists, 5 turnovers. <laughs> we don't really count that. But we're talking about Damian Lillard. He's a scorer. Yeah. Steph, scorer. Kyrie, right. scorer. John Wall is pretty much your old-school, prototypical point guard who, who can give you 10 dimes. So I, I would rather build my team around a John Wall than Bradley mm-hmm. Bill. 
Yeah, and I think the player that everybody seems to think would be the one that the Wizards are trying to really shop is Bradley Bill. He'll get a huge return. They'll get a huge. They should get a huge return on him. But uh, I think they're like feeling like you, and they want to stay with John Wall. But we will see because I tell you what, I wish they had like an NBA hard knocks. They can go in that locker room because I hear some stories about them cats out there. <laughs> Hey, I'm kind of interested as what is going on. What's what's wrong? What's going on? And hey, speaking of what's going on, man, what's up with them C's, man? The Celtics are I, having all sorts of issues, man. I think with them, it's a chemistry issue because you're dealing with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily Kyrie, but you're dealing with trying to acclimate Gordon Hayward. And then you got to deal with the uprising of Tatum. Jalen Brown, Rosier, you know what I'm saying? They have it seems like it's just too much talent. Going on. Yeah. yeah, it's just too much going on, you know. So and you gotta, yeah. those one of the teams that, you know, if they if they can get in there like a uh and I don't expect them to be a four or five. I think really I think they'll figure it out probably halfway through the season, but if they do somehow end up as like a four or five seed. Um, I feel sorry for the team that's going to run into them in the second round because um, Brad Stevens, he shows you, he's one of the best coaches in the league, if not the best. Um, And with that talent, something's going to click at some point. So I I think you're right, man. They'll, they'll, uh, they're gonna they're gonna get it figured out, but we will see. Easy. Oh man, <clears throat> I think we've uh, I think we've come to an end, man. Yeah, you're so easy. Yep, it looks like we come to an end of another show, my friend. So before right. we get out of here, wh- why don't you tell the people uh, what you're gonna be looking for this week? Um, one thing me and Anthony do, uh, we have a mutual team that we root mm-hmm. for, and at the current moment, that we have a mutual team that we root for that we call our adoptive team. Yeah, so adoptive team. Moment, yep. Our adoptive team is the Denver Nuggets. Now, they have been looking very horribly, and we're getting ready to take them back to the orphanage, uh, with the rest uh, of the horrible teams. Drop so, them off. One thing that I'm gonna be looking for is a new adoptive team for us to rule for mutually. So hmm. that's that's what I'm gonna be looking for. Hey, what about you? That that's a good one. That's a good one. I might need to join you with that one. But uh when I ain't doing that, what I'm gonna be looking for is if the Charlotte Kimbas number one main man, unsung hero, Kimball Walker could keep Continue his scoring onslaught on the league, only adding to his resume, making him a real viable candidate to head to L.A. to join LeBron at the midseason crazy trade that's going to go down. So I'm going to be watching <laughs> for that easy for show, my man. Um, uh-huh. So I want y'all people to look out for that, too. Uh, look out for another episode next week. Follow us on social media. Easy. What you got to tell the people, man? Hey, man. Me and A, we were two uh, class clowns back in the day. Now we just two adults speaking our opinions uh, on, on the NBA. Uh, this is in the back of the class. This is easy. This is A Love. All right. Peace. Peace. Here.